back, everyone. It is Tip O. Hey, ho. And it's the pretty Ricky, 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 Ricky. Hey, and we are back for another episode recap and discussion of This Is Us, Season 5, Episode 9, titled The Ride. And before we get into the episode, I just want to say I really love the subject that was explored in this episode. I feel like we've never seen, and I haven't seen every single movie or TV show that's out there, but I just feel like this, the car ride home from the hospital has not been like explored or talked about from the mother's perspective or from the father's perspective. And I know me and you, Ricky, have talked about like, oh, they really don't talk about fathers and their journey into fatherhood. So I just really enjoyed what they did with this episode. I thought the feelings were real and accurate for the most part. And I just remember it like put me back in the time when I took my child home for the first time because, you know, a little bitty infant is like a newborn. It's like the most precious cargo you will ever transport in your whole life. So like just to think about how stressful that is and how they portrayed it for most of the people that was taking on their baby for the first time. I was just like, oh my gosh. And then Rebecca, and I know we're about to get to her and I'm about to get right into it in a second. But like with Rebecca not being able to sit in the backseat with her children, I was like, I cannot. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's my intro. But let's get to the actual intro of the show, which begins with Rebecca and Jack. So Rebecca and Jack are at the hospital and have just been cleared to leave with all three of them babies. And Rebecca appears to be worried or nervous or something of the sort. And Jack is trying to like not show Rebecca that he is too, but he like abruptly leaves to go install the car seats into the car. And as he's installing the car seats, girl, that security guard was like, oh, why do you have three car seats? Why do you think I have three car seats, you numb nut? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Is that like we know we it's just you know my, my car decoration that's what yes. I do you know I just need to travel with three times. Like, right. <laughs> like either come over here and help me or don't say anything anyway so um he installs the car seats and Rebecca comes out with all three of them kids and they begin the car ride home which was tense Ugh. and so Jack is trying his best to appear calm but Rebecca is like overtly worrying and she's like is the baby head okay are they still alive and I'm like I feel you Rebecca because you cannot see the babies because you're in the front seat but you can't sit in the back seat because you only got one back seat and it's all taken up anyway (laughs) the babies break out crying or they start crying and Jack is like ripping that steering wheel for dear life and then a crazy driver so I'm taking on my little babies trying to be as safe as I can my wife over here about to bust open her stitches because she's trying to look at these babies and the crazy driver come about to wreck the whole car and Jack you know because he's already in a state of whatever meets that guy's crazy with crazy and they pull up at the gas station and Rebecca and Jack is about to handle up but then Rebecca's like no Jack you know you got new babies like calm down so he does and um, he goes inside the gas station and he pays for his gas and he buys some nuts for Rebecca and he buys his miniature whiskey and he buys some mints. And before he leaves the gas station, he chugs the whiskey and then being responsible, but being secretive at the same time, he asks Rebecca to drive home and Rebecca pulls into the driveway and the babies are asleep and they decide to wait in their car while the baby sleep because they're like well don't wake a sleeping baby and I'm like true that and then (laughs) Rebecca says that she feels she has lost herself already in sadness and will not be a good mom and then Jack confesses to drinking earlier and he admits he's also overwhelmed and he's also worried about not being a good dad so I really other than my little ad-libs what were your thoughts on Jack and Rebecca and their car ride You know, well, first I'll say that thank you for just kind of the overview of the car ride home, because I think you're going to help me with some of my thoughts. So my initial thoughts may be a little slightly different after hearing that. So what I I had a lot of different emotions too. So Mm -hmm. um, one was just that I was laughing and kind of smiling because it kind of starts off with Rebecca in the hospital and she looked so serious too. They were like, but wait. Uh-huh. where's the manual like uh, <laughs> what was that let's say these kids home like right now like no nurse like what so I was just kind of like okay that was that was funny and I did laugh too about the baby saying was the head falling off so I was like okay hi, hi, hi. you know get it just okay I can see that and see I can see that more being serious because to your point we hear a lot of that from in the media we hear okay the mom you know they're they have this um 
think they want to watch their baby forever and all these different things. So we usually see it from that side. So that side wasn't, was kind of, you know, it, made, it was more funny as opposed to, oh my God, I can understand your concern because we just see that so much. But I will say, then I started to get a little upset too. And the first time oh, I got upset was the maniac driver. Just oh. like, I was thinking, where are you going? You're going to the gas station. So you decide to burn more gas to get in front of me for what? <laughs> like, I'm like, what are we doing here? So I found myself being mad at the driver and definitely understanding why Jack was so mad. But I also had that Rebecca thought it in, in, in me too. Like, okay, you know, we got these new kids. Like, please calm down, Jack. But Jack, like you said, met him for sure with the crazy. He ran up to the car, put his hand on the car. I really didn't know how it was going to go to him. I was like, ooh, I hope this don't go real, real left right now. Right. So. Luckily, you know, he was just upset. And he goes, like you said, and get his whiskey and stuff. So then, Tip, I found myself also being a little, um, just, just, I don't know, this is a bit hard. I guess a little bit like upset or maybe more so confused because I wasn't looking at it as much from his point of view. I was just like, okay, she just had these kids. And now you like gonna have her drive because you had to have some whiskey like right at, in this oh. moment. Yeah, so I was like, so you didn't want to get home. You know, I get it. You know, you need, you need to just calm your nerves down. It's a lot driving home, getting these babies. It's, you know, whoa, life is real. But in that moment, I was like, really? So now she got to drive too? Okay, so <laughs> I was like that. And then I guess more so confused just why he was so tense and angry, but as you kind of, I think we're setting the tone for, okay, we're seeing it differently from a man's point of view. And they do have a lot of things that they're going through in this moment, but yes, just, um, yeah, girl. And so, yeah, we're gonna have to, I guess, break this down. And then I guess, so eventually ended up Tiff with like empathy and appreciation. So, you know, when you get to the end and we realize that Jack is um, more tense because he doesn't want to actually be like his dad and he doesn't want to keep seeing red and he has all this kind of pressure on himself to be great and these fears and Rebecca is explaining how, you know, I don't want to, um, you know, be this bad mom. I don't want to be sad forever. And she's kind of explaining her point of view and just, just that appreciation of them being able to have that conversation, him being able to say, hey, I had something to drink and her being able to share her thoughts in the moment. So yeah. again, I kind of went you through went through a whole lot of different feels, but that's kind of what it was that going so on too. That's so funny. Yeah, their end conversation was really good, especially since when he confessed to drinking, she wasn't like, oh my gosh, you did what? She was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's that's like true. you you're waiting for, especially like a first time parent, you're you, you know, it's nine, 10 months to before the baby comes or whatever. And so you're like waiting, waiting, waiting. You're like, oh, the baby's gonna get here. And then you're in a hospital and the baby arrives, hopefully. And you're like, I just want to be by my baby or something like that, sometimes, most of the time. Because like, um, I know at the hospital I went to, they took the baby away because they was like, oh, we will let you sleep, even though you really don't get to sleep as a new mom because they keep coming in there checking on you anyway. But anywho, I was like, I just want my baby. I just want my baby. So they give you your baby. And then they're like, okay, you're discharged to go home. You're like, okay, wait, what am I supposed to do with this baby? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm supposed to get them home. And then like my home was like 45 minutes away, probably like Kevin and Madison or whatever. So it's like, I'm supposed to drive across town in the middle of rush hour with a new baby. And then like picture the car seat. So the car seat is supposed to be, you know, for an infant, like they have an insert for the infant, but your newborn is still so tiny that it still is so small for that car seat. And they're a blob, right? So they don't have no type of muscle control or anything. And so you mm -hmm. sit them in this huge car seat mm -hmm. <laughs> that mm -hmm. you hope you have installed correctly. <laughs> and um, like I said, I sat back there with the babies. I just couldn't even imagine being Rebecca and not able to sit back there with the baby. But you're sitting back there with your baby and your husband's trying to get y'all home safely, but because of how people were driving or how, you know, it's like swerving a little bit, not because he's driving reckless, but you know, just the curves and, and the swerves of the road itself, or maybe a hole or pit hole or whatever that you have in roads. And so you're hitting bumps and humps and turning and your baby head just going all over the place because mm -hmm. they don't have no net. And you're like, oh my gosh, is my baby okay? Or they, you know, is it gonna snap? Like, like when Rebecca said, I think his head is sitting funny. I was like, I know. <laughs> See, I'm like, oh, that's so funny that they're they're joking on this, but you're like, no, this is a real stuff. Like, you're really open your baby's neck. Don't like fall out. Okay, okay. Because I remember like trying to hold my baby's head like up to make sure that his airways were still work, you know, still clear because they just it's a bobble and you're 
this is your first time taking kids home. So to take one home, take three home, take two home, it's just yeah. a lot. And so when she was like, Jack, pull the car over. And Jack would, I'm like, please, Jack, just pull the car over. So when the crazy driver forced them to pull their car over, I was like, okay, well, at least she gets to look at her baby. But when well, they started crying, so you knew they were okay. <laughs> but it was just, I was like, yes, this is so serious because it's, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Mm. It's a lot Okay. Oh, that's funny. You was like, oh, that's funny. I'm like, nah, girl. I was like, yes, Rebecca, I understand. You like, ha ha ha. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, that's so cute. Look at her. She's just like, I want to be there, and like thinking their heads gonna really fall off. And now I realize, you know, it's <laughs> you know, you gotta be extra, extra, extra careful. And I also realize more, I guess, from well, I realized more when Jack told at the end kind of what was going on in his head. But I also didn't really appreciate him telling her to drive. I was like, what? She's like, I'm still mad at that. <laughs> so yeah, and just you couldn't wait a little, like 30 more minutes, you can wait a little while longer to get your whiskey girl. shot. He, he couldn't, couldn't wait, girl, but so. I do appreciate that mm-hmm. at least he didn't try to drink and drive, especially with the precious cargo in the car. That's so um, like you, I'm like, okay, you really had to drink, but yes, and for him, he did really have to drink. He had to calm his nerves. He had a lot going on. He was stressed out. <laughs> Points taken. (laughs) Uh, We will return after this quick ad break. Stay with us. Inspired by the author's young son's curiosity and love for TV, debuted book Andrew Learns About Actors from debut author Tiffany O'Bing, also known as Tiff. Oh, is perfect for young readers ages two to six. Andrew Learns About Actors is fun, rhyming, and educational. And y'all, it's filled with diverse characters and inspiring images in both simple and slightly complex words to encourage inquisitive minds. Andrew Learns About Actors is just one of the books, a part of Andrew's Career Day book series, where the goal is to make every day or any day a career day. Now, how cool is that? Please run, hop, skip, just, just quickly go to sugarcookiebooks.com to purchase and to print your free downloadable goodies. Be sure to subscribe to be in the know on the release of the next book in the series, Andrew Learns About Teachers. Follow and like on Facebook at Inspiring Kids to Aspire. Be sure to grab your copy ASFE. I just can't say that enough. It's really a fun read and it's super duper cute. Plus, it supports my girl, Tiff A.O. I have my copy. Do you have yours? Check it out, spoiler alert listeners. Tiff O and Ricky got a promo code and it's a good one. I love the lip bar. I now purchase all my lip colors from the lip bar. All of their products are vegan and long lasting and they are much more than a lip company. They also have this bomb highlighter blush duo and a fast face system and so much more. Their products are affordable and can be purchased online with our promo code for a 10% discount. And what's even better, it is a small black woman created and owned company. Now that's what's up. So what are you waiting for? Go to thelipbar.com now and get your purchase on. Oprah and Michelle Obama wear the lip bar and so can you. Link and promo code is in the episode description. So let's go to the parallel story of Kevin and Madison and their ride. So Madison and Kevin have just been cleared to take the babies home from the hospital. And girl, I just want to say really quickly, when Madison was like, oh, I can't wait to sleep in my own bed. I was like, ha ha, you're so cute. What sleep you about to get, boo? Like, uh, <laughs> you'll be in your bed, but you ain't going to be sleep. Stop. But anyway, <laughs> Kevin is exhausted. He's irritable. He's also trying to install car seats in his, to his car. He's looking at YouTube videos. And then a person just comes up and starts taking photos of him. So Kevin goes off on him. But then he eventually obliges the person. He's like, well, can you at least get a flattering shot? So he does. And then on the way home, the ride home, Kevin, like, I think we're being followed by probably by the paparazzi. And so Madison makes Kevin pull over the car, which kind of reminds me of Jack when, you know, well, not yet, but makes him pull over the car. And then um, Kevin does pull over the car. But like Jack, now this is the part, like Jack, like Jack, Kevin is like going off on the paparazzi and Madison steps in like Rebecca did and tries to reason with the paparazzi and she negotiates a photo op for the paparazzi. So Kevin will be jogging and he will have his shirt off and just leave us alone. 
But I want to know, do you think that Madison will actually follow through on this or was she just saying something to get the paparazzi to go away? Mm, I kind of think that she actually will follow through just because she probably figured, you know, I need to have a paparazzi on my side. Even though you can't really trust him. I think she was like, you know, I really appreciate him leaving because he didn't have to leave. He was doing his job mm. and paparazzis, that's what they do. So mm. I think she was appreciative of him actually leaving. And so I think she's going to hold up to it. And I also think that somehow we're going to see this paparazzi again to, and it's probably going to be centered around Kevin saving that gentleman's life. So remember I told you, I feel oh like gosh. it's going to come, I, I'm telling you, it's going <laughs> to come up and somehow, yeah, this is going to be the story and Kevin's life is going to change again. So yeah, because I'm still kind of holding on to that. I feel like this, this dude, he didn't leave us, you know, that he saved in Canada. He ain't going to. And so the paparazzi, okay, follow me. He's going to come in there <laughs> and they're going to be friends or at least they're going to have, a, you know, an arrangement. And the ball is going to be on Madison's court. And bam, she may be like, hey, let me drop you this story right here. Girl, I got it all planned out. Okay. Okay. Well, cool. I was just trying to see if Madison going to follow through. <laughs> I didn't know we had the whole next episode and season planned out for the paparazzi. Thank you. Thank you. And I will say, too, I was also like, okay, this one needs to have an S on her chest as well. But she was like, take it over, driving home. So that's all I <laughs> So you didn't get mad at Madison taking over and driving home. <laughs> Nah, because Kevin, he was not, he needed, he needed, he needed, he needed help. But it was, I was just thinking like, you know, we can do it all. Look at us. Pop out three, four kids and drive myself to the house. So, girl. Now, I do think that Madison is going to, at first I was like, nah, she's just talking. But then I was like, nah, she probably is following through. Hence why she was covering up her mouth or whatever. So, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully it'll be enough to satisfy the paparazzi. And he'll start stalking Kevin. Like, ooh, I know when you go jog. Oh, oh, wow, that's, oh, I hope not. That's a good I one. know, right? <laughs> like, Why you got to take it there? <laughs> I was like, you took it to a whole different level. I was like, oh, well, dang, I didn't think about that. <laughs> so Madison insists that she drive, like you said, the rest of the way home. And Kevin and Madison have made it home. And Kevin appears to be knocked out in his bed. And he is awakened by babies crying. So when Kevin gets out of the bed, he walks down the hall of the house and he sees Jack rocking the baby so we should know by now since Jack is dead he's having like a dream of some sort um so Jack is rocking the babies and Kevin asks Jack for advice um and Jack tells him to stop trying to be like him and I'm like oh my gosh I love this like we needed this <laughs> and it reminded me of Randall's spiritual encounter with his birth mom like that validation that they both have been seeking for so long and it was just I don't know if I want to say tender moment, but I really did enjoy this dream sequence. And I hope it's really what Kevin needed to just let go. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I enjoy seeing it as well. To me, it didn't pull on the heartstrings as much as the, the um, spiritual moment um, that Randall had with his mom. Um, I, I'm fine. I like that they put it in there. And I immediately said, okay, well, well, Kate, get her moment is she gonna talk to her dad or something else <laughs> and then I said you know what maybe this is actually the end of the whole ah, I'm, I'm coming to or end of the beginning of the healing so what I mean by that is that you know Randall had to talk with his mom and I think that's like the beginning of his healing and I'm hoping that this part with Kevin talking with Jack and him Jack is like look you know stop trying to be like me and him kind of coming to that understanding, like, I got, I have to move forward. And that could be his start of healing. And hopefully, mm -hmm. hopefully what I'm thinking is where Kate, actually, maybe she started it when she had to go all the way to her old ex-boyfriend's home. And she had to have a face-to-face encounter with him. Girl, I know, but I'm just saying, so I, I'm just thinking maybe this is the end tip for these type of moments. And when I initially thought, oh, okay, Kate's going to have hers now. Kate, had, she started it off is what I'm thinking. So um yeah that's what I'm just kind of thinking that this is going to be the start of Kevin's healing yes and I love that I love that and he needed that and it's just so awesome um how Jack came to him in a dream and I really do believe that you know you see people in your dream who have crossed over to the other side yes um, and I know people who desire to see people in their you know loved ones in their dreams um if they have it so I like that so we do subsequently learn that Kevin was not sleeping in his bed. Madison had actually left him sleep in the car. <laughs> um, 
And so when Kevin Kevin gets out of the car and goes into the house, um, Madison is just in there chilling with the twins. And it appears that Madison is taking well to motherhood. But I'm wondering, I'm like, this can't be it. Like, how long would this last? Or, you know, like, is another shoe going to drop? And she's going to have, like, she's going to battle with postpartum? Or am I looking for too much? But I was just really kind of surprised by Madison's demeanor um, and take to taking to being a mother. What about you? Um... So I was I was more like just happy to see how she sort of eased into motherhood. Mm-hmm. I by no means believe that this is going to be just an ease. I don't think this is going to be always. I think just like in any new role as a wife or as a new relationship or new job or different things, they have these seasons. So I'm hoping it lasts a while, you know, but as you just kind of mentioned, haha, Madison, you think you're about to be well rested, honey. You won't be, yes. so I'm sure. <laughs> Girl, when you go without that sleep, because you already told me how you remember one of them podcasts, you said it was yes. a whole year and you was trying to give away your house. Okay. You was like, <laughs> you got to stop crying. Like I, I, I cannot do this. So I just think it's going to be those moments um, that's going to happen. I'm happy that it started off this way. It looks good. Um, but no, I don't believe it's going to stay. And I guess I really say I'm not really all that surprised that she just kind of took charge in that way because Madison, I mean, I'm assuming she's in her mid-30s or so. So she's been single, rocking single for, you know, a good little while. And I just think that's just, you know, the power of, of women and power of even a single woman. You're just used to doing it all, right? And so I just think it really didn't even think like I don't think it was like even necessarily that deep for her like okay I'm doing this I think it was like oh, get the kids put them up make my tea or coffee whatever she had read my book you know wait for mm-hmm. him to get out the car I got this so um in that way about her as a single woman for a while um and just taking care of stuff getting her own house taking care of business I wasn't surprised by it when I looked at it from that from that way got it that is a good point. And now that you reminded me of what I said earlier about how I was like, ha ha girl, yeah, sleep, cute. I'm thinking that she, reality has not set in for Madison yet. <laughs> I mean, I know everybody's plight into parenthood is not the same, but I just, like you said, I just feel like once that no sleep hits her, because she has two, so you can't even say, oh, well, she, her baby could be one that sleeps throughout the night, whatever that means. She has two, so both of them not, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the odds of them both sleeping through the night, no. So like you said, like once that fatigue starts setting in or the demands of breastfeeding, if she decides to do that, if she can do that, because she delivered the baby six weeks early. Mm-hmm. And I think we already saw that they were making um, like Similac bottles or whatever. Um, so maybe the demands of that and and just the demands of being a parent. So maybe she's in lolly, 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 dolly land right now. But yeah. I- yeah, I agree. You know what I'm thinking about too, Tiff, um, why she may be in this whole land for, you know, taking it like this. I feel like she just is probably really excited and grateful to have family, like to have kids at her own from here, thinking about, you know, her past and just how much it touched her to know that Randall was on the phone with her because she literally had like only two people she could call. So I think she may be in that state of just um, blissfulness because, wow, I have my family, I have my babies, I have someone to love, so... She may be Good point, girl. All right. And so the last thing with Kevin and Madison is that Kevin reproposes to Madison. Like he does it right this time. So I thought that was cute and I thought it was needed. Um, I didn't know I needed it, but when he did it, I was like, yeah, why don't you step correct? What about you? Did you have any thoughts? Yeah, I thought that, especially by him doing it as soon as he got out of the, the vehicles and him having that dream with his dad, I feel like that definitely had something to do with him just really like oh yeah I gotta do it right now and family he's always been about family but his idea of family is truly this wife and kids and so I just feel like he didn't want to wait a second longer so I also I liked it I thought that was that was easy whatever ring you want whatever you we gonna do this (laughs) (laughs) he gave her the hospital band but the way he struggled to get it off his wrist I'm like yep that's accurate (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) the details with this is us yes (laughs) so I'm going to skip Beth and Randall they were third introduced but I'm going to skip them and save them for last and go to Kate and Toby so okay uh, when we first get introduced to Kate and Toby's storyline or whatever for the show Toby is on the phone when Kate walks out of the hospital with baby Haley did you have any idea I'm gonna go second I want to know if you thought about it first because what I'm about to say is going to be outlandish did you have any thought of who Toby was talking to 
Girl, are you about to say you thought it was his CrossFit lover? Or his oh CrossFit friend? I know that's what you're about to say. Girl, I, that's so funny. I did not, I didn't really think too much about this part, Tiff. But um, the only thing I could think about since we know what happens at the end, I mean, early spoiler alert, he gets laid off. So I was like, well, maybe this was the call that he was getting. And, um, you know, just, okay, got it, got it. You know, just making the best of it. And he got laid off. That's the only thing I could think of. But oh, too. yeah. I went straight to the CrossFit lover. And I, I, knew, I already knew. Sorry, girl. I should, I should let you say, I was like, I already know what tip is going with this. So, girl, what you just thought, he was just like, I had my baby, but, you know, you still on my yes. mind. Yes, I'm like, I knew he was still talking to her. I've been trying to tell everybody, because I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop on the CrossFit lover and that triangle. Like, I right. still do not believe that is over or it was just as, uh, I don't know, a clean cut or break as he tries to make it. I don't know, I'm maybe I'm right. just a pessimist. So when he's and like, let me off, <laughs> what'd you say? No, and let me just be sure, cause I don't want to get all the stories and all the stuff we watched mixed up. This was truly, I shouldn't have said lover. It was truly just like a CrossFit friend, right? They were just texting. Oh, I mean, no, we no, don't I'm just know. trying to be sure. We don't know no. the extent of their relationship, but it was somebody that he was at least emotionally connecting with. There we go. Okay. At this moment, it was just emotional. It was not physical for all we know. But it's still enough for yeah, me no, to no, roll no, my I, eyes. Okay. No, I got you. I just want to make sure. Maybe I don't okay. say love because I don't want to give her that much credit. <laughs> the CrossFit lady. That's what I'm going to say. The CrossFit lady. Okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, oh, he kind of being sneaky. I knew she was going to come back up. And then on the day that the baby is born, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is about to be good. Girl, look at look who writing scripts now. I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, I was way off, but um, I still think that the shoe's gonna drop with this CrossFit girl and Toby and his philandering. But I guess we still gotta wait and see. Yeah. So, um, Kate comes out, and we learn that Kate comes out with the baby, and we learn that Kate is actually planning to keep Ellie involved in Haley's life. And it just made me remember back to the last episode podcast episode when we were like I hope that they you know separate don't get too involved with each other mm-hmm. and so when Kate is like oh yeah Ellie's gonna do this and Ellie's gonna do that I was like no Kate what about you did you think mm-hmm. about our initial thoughts or yeah I thought about that you know I get nervous Tiff I feel like I won't yeah. be all the way okay and so I guess when we see them at home but when they start talking about relinquishing the papers and uh-huh. her not coming out and uh-huh. even though she was holding the baby, I didn't know what was going to happen to her. So I get nervous a little bit because, you know, yeah, I thought that basically they were doing too much. My initial thought is, Kate, stop. Please put boundaries in place. I didn't remember. Maybe they told us, but I was like, no, open adoption. I get down the line again. You and I were cool with the fact that the child wants to meet the mother. Make sure they know who, who the person is. That's fine. But I didn't know it was going to be, I'm going to send you pictures and I'm going to check on you. Make sure yes. you're okay. It was it was too much for me to. Too mm-hmm. much for me. And I was like, oh my gosh. And she was looking like, I don't really know about that. Like she was looking like she was unsure. Like she'd been looking, which is sketchy. And exactly. so while I didn't think that she wasn't going to sign the relinquishing, relinquishing or relinqu- the papers to relinquish. Yeah, relinquish, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't really yeah, worry yeah. about that part, but I'm just like, the drama is still not over with the adoption because, again, I cannot remember how long a parent has to change their mind, but like signing those papers are probably like the first step before, in my understanding, maybe I need to do some research on it. But my understanding is like that is like the first step and they still have an amount of time to change their minds before it becomes like a final adoption. So the one person that I actually know who's adopted a child, multiple children, they had Mm -hmm. to wait like a number of months or even a year before it was finalized. So that baby could be in your house for up to six months or a year. It's It's a long time. And before the course will say, okay, this is completely finalized. So, um, Again, maybe their plight is different from Kate and Ellie, but I'm just like, if that's how adoptions work, which I'm pretty sure they do, it's not just, oh, sign papers and you're gone forever. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have some time for Ellie to change her mind. I know that doesn't make you feel any better. But. It does not, too. So now I feel like I have to be concerned when I see them holding the baby at the house, too. Like, I was trying to <laughs> be okay with this, but you make valid points, Tiff. So, eh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous a little bit now. So with the boundaries not in place, they take uh, Ellie home and Ellie's in the front seat and Kate's in the back with the baby and Kate is just talking too dang on much. I was like, Kate, you don't shut <laughs> up. Gosh, I'm like I just had a baby and you want to keep doing all this talking. Anyway, the drive home yeah. is awkward. 
Um, Ellie has changed her mind about open adoption. She says she's not ready. And Kate is hurt by it. And I'm like, Kate, if you don't stop being selfish, like stop it. I mean, I know Kate didn't know she was being selfish, but when she was just like, you can like see her feeling dejected. And then she later goes on to say, I was hurt. I'm hurt by her decision. I'm like, are you serious? She just gave you a whole baby. Like, stop. Like, do you know what that means to her to give up a person that she was, you know, reading or uh, uh, what is it called, growing for all that time for 40 weeks? (laughs) And you want to just keep putting it in my face that this ain't my daughter? Okay. So. Kate and Toby have made it home and Kate is sitting there looking all depressed and Kate um, admits to Toby that she's hurt that Ellie changed her mind about the open adoption because she was intent on having Haley know her birth parents and where she came from because, you know, that was a thing that Randall grew up dealing with. And I'm like, okay, that's cute, but I think you're overcompensating. But the part where Toby was like, Kate, I'm tr- I need to tell you something and she cut him off. I was like, oh girl, if you don't let him talk because he's trying to tell you about that, that the CrossFit lady. Girl. <laughs> here you go <laughs> um so anyway so she continues talking he lets her and he also consoles her and he's like you know why ellie chose you to be the uh, mother and he's like it's because you're unflappable and then he goes on to tell her that he got laid off from work and that was his earlier call as we can really know and so i'm like oh okay because you know we're always like Oh, do they even work? So now we know mm-hmm. that Toby was working somewhere and he got laid off. And I'm just wondering how this is going to impact, I don't know, the future. You got a newborn. It costs money. I'm about to say you got you know, two kids and no job. And my initial thought was just, man, <laughs> like timing is never, I guess, a good time to get laid off. But it just seemed like, where are they right now? Oh. But hey, people get laid off and started doing all kinds of stuff. So maybe he'll have a home his vision, a different vision and start a company. Who knows? So good things can come from that. But my initial thought was like, man, man. The day that, you know, your wife gives birth and I mean, assumingly it happened earlier that day. I'm just assuming that could have been the phone call, but just the fact that you've been kind of holding that on. And as as we're looking at this from more of this male perspective, like I, you know, as the man and I want to like provide for my family and Mm -hmm. now I don't have a source of income. At all. At all. I don't know if he has another side job. Hmm. You know that Toby battles with depression. So I'm just thinking about this. I'm thinking about the fast forward and where we're like, where is Kate? And are they still together or whatever? So, oh my gosh. Okay. But can he, he makes him start taking his pills now that he stopped taking his medication because they were trying to get pregnant naturally? Yeah, but he started, so he's back on them. Okay, okay, but still, that doesn't mean it goes away. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, man. I guess. I, I mean, I know it controls, it manages it, but I don't know if it goes completely away. Yeah, I know, no, it probably just like, Yeah. What if he becomes depressed again because, you know, it's COVID, so it's not like a whole other job is out there right now for you to That's true. And we'll get another job. Like you said, just being a father and trying to provide for your family mm-hmm. is different. Maybe if Kate does get off her bottom and try to go get a job, he might feel bad. Like, oh, you know, I hate that she's going out to, having to go out to work and so it's just a lot of stuff. So this is going to be interesting. Not if they added this layer, uh, layer of him being laid off, especially when he struggled so much the first time with Baby Jack. He did struggle with Baby Jack. Oh, girl. I know. Um, I will say I like that. Kate, kind of how you like how Rebecca took the news of Jack right. getting a shot or getting what you call a miniature whiskey. <laughs> I liked <laughs> that. Um, that's a good, in good stride, I thought. And she was actually consoling him and just saying, look, you know, let's just focus on on right now. Let's just focus on this day. And I even like that he, even though I'm, he needs to tell her, I'm glad that he was like, look, I, I gotta get this off my chest, but I just didn't tell you earlier because I really didn't want to like mess up the mood or this special moment. And she just, you know, seemed to really embrace the situation. And it also reminded me when Kate had to get off to off her chest that she had an abortion and how Toby has just always oh, yeah. been there in her tough moments, right? Like to just stand by her side and like, ooh, I kind of felt some kind of way about that, but hey, what are we driving to? Where am I going? So um, I was glad with Kate returned the favor in that way as well. You know, I don't be giving Kate nobody's credit. <laughs> I know you don't like, I know you and Kate have not got along for a while. Uh, sorry, Kate. But yeah, you're right. She did take it in stride, but I'm just, and it didn't do that little awkward, you know how sometimes the person pretends to be like, oh, it's okay. It's fine. And then the camera pans away and they're looking like, oh my gosh, they didn't even mm-hmm. do that. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So now to Beth and Randall, y'all. Okay. 
So Beck and Randall had a starkly different car ride um, home than Rebecca and Jack and Kevin and Madison. So Beth has just birthed their second baby, their daughter, Annie, and they seem to have it all under control. They're like a well-oiled machine. They mm. leave the hospital. They're confident, and they're heading to DQ, Dairy Queen. And um, I forgot to research this, but I thought Dairy Queen was just a restaurant in Texas because they say DQ. That's what I like about Texas. Girl, sing it all for us, girl. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know the uh, extended DQ, but yes, honey, they went for them blizzards. <laughs> Is it other places? I need to see. So anyway. So during a car ride, Randall mentions a third child and Beth is not here for it. And on top of that, Randall has passed up Dairy Queen. And when Randall, let me digress. When Randall mentioned, oh, like all casual, we can go on a third child or whatever he said, I was with Beth in that moment. I'm like, look, boy, I just finished pushing this baby out, okay? I might be smiling, but that don't mean I want to go through that body gel all over again. Like I remember <laughs> when I had my son <laughs> and you know, my pregnancy was pretty easy or relatively easy, shall I say. And the birthing process was relatively easy as well. And so as soon as we, you know, had my son, my husband's like, oh yeah, we could do this again. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like all you did was, I mean, not all you did, but you're not the person that's in body gel. You're not the person that's responsible for the child like you're just the support I'm the main character you're the support so everything is on me you think I really want to go through that again right now hmm. and so I'm like it's just like a man you're like oh yeah that was easy let's let's start all over again Boy, please. <laughs> so that's when Tim I had to do a little fact check for you honey and apparently mm-hmm. now I don't know what was happening back exactly when the kids were born but um, yeah, we're well, probably then because yeah. So California, Alaska, Alabama, they have Georgia, Hawaii, Kentucky. So maybe they just did the theme song for Texas and they got a theme song for the other um, states too. We got New York, Oregon. So yeah, girl. Oh, okay. Thank you, girl, because I needed to know. <sighs> okay, so Randall rips, whips around the car and he stops at Dairy Queen. But he is still talking about having a third child. I'm talking about, oh, I want, I thought we would go for a boy. And Rebecca's like, well, you carry the next one. And I'm like, yes, Rebecca. That is not Rebecca, uh, Beth. I'm like, yes, Beth, you're right. He need to carry them children if he want another one. So yeah, I was correct. Then uh, Beth comes back with what appears to at first be one blizzard. And Randall explains to her that not knowing where he came from makes him want to have a big family of his own, his own tree with his own branches. Um, And she, you know, she understands that, but still she's like, I'm I'm not getting, you know, not gonna have a third child or whatever. But she has a um, blizzard for him, even though she was mad at him. And I thought that was so cute. That was sweet, yeah. So at the end of the episode, which is the reason I wanted to talk about the last, okay. they show a montage of the Pearsons doing whatever. Um, but then they show Beth and Randall getting into the car with like present day Deja, Tess, and Annie. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, like it clicked to me when Randall was talking about a third child and how Beth was like, I'm not gonna have no third child. And they show like Deja and then like uh, Randall and Beth look at each other. I'm like, oh, they have. <laughs> did you catch that quicker than me i just remember seeing that um probably around the same time as you did. It probably is the same moment of just look at them they were able to get their third yes. child look at how it worked itself out <laughs> i know and then from that scene they fast forward to kevin's house and deja and annie drive up okay and deja and annie get out of the car great casting might i add and Deja says, you know, you think Uncle Kevin ordered enough food for an army again? And then when Randall <laughs> asks Deja about the car ride, she's like, it goes by faster than you think. And then they stand there all cute or whatever. So I'm like, wait, we've been thinking this whole time that they are like coming for this one moment. But it seems like this is something they do traditional. Oh, I've been thinking this whole time. But it seems like this is something they do maybe year after year. Did you like, do we know what they're doing? Is it a birthday? Is it Rebecca's birthday, you think? This is still the cabin trip, yeah. So I'm thinking, like, I'm believing that Deja. Trip. Well, not the cabin trip, but well, it could be a cabin trip, but it's the cabin. So I'm think I'm thinking because that's where we're believing that she's going to end up living, and they've been there for a while. I can see Deja 
being the type to still want to be close to family and come and visit. So, um, you know, I'm not sure how often, but I definitely feel like it's something that they're doing several times a year, just because mm-hmm. check on the grandparents and then maybe they're still doing the annual cabinet thing. I think that may be something different where all the families, of course, are there at the same time. Um, but yeah, I would say that she probably comes up there pretty often to, to see her grandparents. Hmm. Well, we so, don't know where Manuel. We don't know. Uh, what's his name? Manuel? No, that's not. Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know where he's at. It's about Manuel. We don't know that's where so Miguel's funny. at. But I just remember the other fast forwards, flash forwards, when they're like, like when um they first show Randall and Tess in the first fast forward or one of the first fast forwards, and they were like, "Are you ready?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> it was like, and like everybody just doesn't seem ready to go see her. So that's why in my mind I was like, "Oh, this must be you know her about to pass or something." But then when they just like he ordered enough food for an army again, I'm like, "Wait, what?" And then I remember the pen to tell him donkey that Beth brought. So I'm like, it's something, some event that they have. Yeah, maybe some some event, but I wonder if they were just, yeah, I think it's something, but it's something more than this for them being hesitant to go, and it would it would be more like, sure, let's go, if something is going on, unless it's just the fact when you see your loved ones getting older, and just seeing that, just that yeah. alone can be really hard um, to see and to witness, so it could be some of that part too, but yeah, this is going to be interesting to see. Well, I love the moments with grown Deja and old Randall. I do think they put a little bit too much sauce on it, though. I was like, okay, you don't have to stare deeply into each other's eyes. For like, <laughs> Tess and Annie are there, too. Like, we got it. He's thankful for his third child. And they have the relationship, right. it seems, like him and Rebecca had. But I was like, okay, y'all kind of saucing it. But I did love it. I did love that, you know, Deja, I just remember her origins, how Deja came and they tried to, like, you know, adopt her or whatever. And she was really reluctant to it. Well, she was a foster child and she was really reluctant to it. And I remember her tearing up his car, uh, windshield and things like that. And then now we see her like more comfortable in the family. Sometimes she calls him dad, sometimes she doesn't. But it seems like by this point as a grown person, she is calling him dad and has fully accepted her place in the family. And so I did really like um, seeing them together even though it was a little saucy. <laughs> yeah I enjoyed it too and I thought the casting was good too even from the beginning because I don't know about you said did you know did you start no. putting pieces of puzzles okay because at first we both thought it was Miguel's parents I think but I didn't put this puzzle piece together I didn't put it together until right before we recorded or started recording today because I looked at an article and I was like oh so I'm, I'm yeah I am interested to know if you do way before I did <laughs> Who oh well, you know what I um sometimes watch stuff on caption. So when I, when you have it on caption, it says Deja. Uh, but see, I don't know if I saw that in the very beginning. At least I don't think they said in the very beginning. It was maybe student. I don't remember what they said, but toward that part, it was like Deja. And I was like, oh my gosh, you make sense. Kind of high. I can see Deja being girl. that person of like, oh my gosh, you know, whatever. You know how she was at the beginning. Like, okay, rolling my eyes. I'm about to go to the restaurant. I didn't hear about this pediatric stuff and yeah. that's how it could be Deja so I was like I see what they did but yeah no it was totally the captions that first did it for me before Got I because I, I was so lost but I do want to ask one more question about the um what's his name Randall and and Randall scene before I moved to Deja oh, um, okay. who do you think because there's a car to drive up and it's honking the horn who do you think is in that white car girl I'm like so I thought that maybe it is Malik Maybe, hear me out, he had his restaurant. You know, they ordered the food from him. <laughs> I don't know, but I did. Like, maybe it's Malik in the car, or either I thought maybe it's Kate, because we don't know if Kate and Toby's going to make it, and maybe Kate is not dead. She just came in a separate car. Yeah, I, I, I thought a little bit about Kate, um, but I'm like, we also are still missing Miguel. But whoever pulled up, they're like, hey! like they're really excited to see you're not really excited but they're just like oh like so happy you're here so I'm like would they be that happy to see Miguel or would they be more like hey welcoming to see Kate so I just I don't know I'm like just figure out the car because I thought they were gonna have the car but then when it went off and they didn't I was like oh this is going to be a mystery okay <laughs> who's in the white car yep <laughs> so but I do have another prediction of who could possibly be in that car. But first, we okay. have to get to the medical intern that you told me was Deja. But I did not know who these people were. So as people know or may recall, the episode really starts with a Black female medical intern 
Um, she acts as if she's not thrilled to be in the labor and delivery unit as the woman is talking about it. She leaves early and she's picked up by who looks like to be her friend or her sister. But again, I have not put the pieces together that this was Deja and Annie. <laughs> I didn't know at that time either. I didn't know until like they get to the house is when I saw Deja. Oh, she that's when you realize when they got to the house. Okay. That's when I saw on the, um, again, I, I saw like the caption first and I put it all together. It was like all like happening at the same time. Oh, okay. So yeah, so she gets picked up by who could be her friend or her sister, but we learned that's Annie. And um, we also learned that when she's picked up by that by Annie, that Deja, we know she's Deja now, was mm-hmm. is pregnant. So yeah. like I said, I had missed the whole thing. And I was like, why do we care about these random women that are random women that they just put in here? I'm like, usually they at least connect them somewhere. But I'm like, this person is not connected. And it wasn't, it was literally right before we started recording that I came across an article and they were like, yeah, it was Deja and Annie in the car. And I was like, oh. Okay, so that was Deja that was pregnant. All right, mm-hmm. who is this person? So, mm-hmm. if Deja's pregnant, assuming she has the kid, Rebecca has a great grandbaby. Could the great grandbaby be in a white car? No, because, well, no, I'm just thinking because this is all happening in the moment and Deja is looking at the car itself, herself. So, Deja still have the baby. In her, oh, I see what you say. You saying you think that she like, but you saying you think that maybe she delivered the baby and nobody knows? No, I mean, okay, so there was a scene. So Deja's introduced in the very beginning as a medical intern. Then toward the middle slash end of the episode, Deja Mm -hmm. gets in the car with a person and they talk about or imply that Deja's pregnant, but she hasn't told many people. Like she's early pregnant, but hasn't told many people. And then at the very end, we see Deja and Annie get out the car, but they don't have any kids with them. Um, get out the car. And then at the very end, we see a white car pull up and we're wondering who's in this white car. So I was saying, since Deja was supposed to be pregnant earlier, not at the, at the very end, but like sometime earlier as a medical intern, where is her baby? And if her baby is born, it, could that be her pulling her or him pulling up in the white with car? With the baby? Oh, okay. See, I looked at that all this scene, even though I know at first it happened with her being a medical student. I looked at that being the same day that Annie picked her up and she just took off her coat and just put yes, it on. That is. Okay. But she was pregnant at that time. Yes. And that's the same time that she's driving up to Randall. Oh, yeah. Well, I see what you're saying. So she's looking, so she would still be just with child at oh, that point. girl, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. So I'm still lost. Yes, you're right, you're right. <laughs> okay. I was like, let me see, I'm trying to get- I thought that was still like a Ford, but a, like a, like not as Ford. Okay, got it, got it. So it's all no, the I same think it's, day. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's all the same day and they drove up there um, oh, current day. Oh, yeah, that's not it. So I was like, oh, that's a great grandbaby. <laughs> Yeah. It is cute that um Deja went into the medical field. I'm like, I don't know if we knew that about Deja. Like that was her interest. I know she's really smart, but to see that she went into the medical field, I was like, oh cool. Dr. Deja, I love it. Yeah, that was really cool. And we didn't even check to see if she's married. Cause I'm like, is it Malik's child? Or are they even still together? I doubt it. Um, and that's why I was like, maybe it's Malik. Maybe he's still together. You know, that's that's why I'm going. It's Malik or Kate is my vote for the car. <laughs> and I said Kate or well, we're gonna take out the great grandbaby one. And I said Kate or McGill. <laughs> we still okay, have okay. I'm like, who else can it be? Like we're running out of people. Unless it's oh, the paparazzi that the family has befriended. No, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's case neighbor. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like all the people that just come back. <laughs> all right. So um, anything else before we end? No, I just, I guess I had like a slight tender moment when they have this different scenes of all the kids, like the parents, like the whole car ride home goes into toward the end with the kids. You see them kind of growing up in the car with the tw- the big three. And then you see, like I said, Randall and Deja and just them getting their three kids. Just the, the car scenes, like how they kind of transition to that. That was really sweet. I was like, look at them growing I know. up. Different family memories, their own families. So. From that one ride home, it changes forever. <laughs> look at that look at that yes like rebecca like jack had said to rebecca like or one of them either jack said it to rebecca or rebecca said it to jack like our lives have changed forever like this car ride our car rides will never be the same ever again and it works <laughs> so true yeah so true that. girl yeah. 
Yeah. So um, I have a little cute spoiler alert. Pew, 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 pew. Oh man, I, I missed out doing my pew, 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 pew. But yes, girl, I'm here. Oh. Tell me what the spoiler alert is. <laughs> oh, y'all know I've been telling y'all that Manny Moore is pregnant. She had her baby the other day. Yay! Yay. Go, Manny. What does she have? A boy. Oh, I know. It's her first child. So I wonder, she should tell us about her ride home. <laughs> Ooh, that would be interesting. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy for Mandy. Go, Mandy. And it's funny because when I was looking at her um, on the episode and, you know, she's turning around, her face is kind of fuller. And, you know, they're not really going past her neck or whatever. But I'm like, ah, you can tell she was probably at her very ending stage of pregnancy at that point <laughs> since her baby came, you know, came this month. So I was like, oh, that's cute. Look at her pregnant. But then Madison, I'm like, Madison, you were supposed to be pregnant too, but why are you so tiny? <laughs> like, Girl. Where your belly go? Okay. She dropped them kids and dropped all that stuff. Okay. I did notice that. It's just like real, like, real back to normal. Like, I'm just going to sit here. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, her shirt was kind of flowy, but still, it was just like, huh. <laughs> so um, this is random. It's not a spoiler. But again, when I was like reading articles, and learned that Deja and Annie were the people that was in the car, you know, or introduced in the beginning of the movie uh, episode. So why people are theorizing that Uncle Nicky may be married to or pretending to be married to Rebecca. And that's why he's sitting next to old Rebecca's bedside with a ring on. And I'm like, please tell me no. But why? Help me understand what would be the point of this. Like he's pretending to be Jack. Because of her oh, her. oh, I see. For her, for, oh, wow. Brand is deep. Okay. Girl, I'm like, no, this is us cannot do that. So I didn't even, I didn't even notice that okay. he had a ring on his finger. I'm about to say, that's real deep. They noticing the ring. Okay, well, <laughs> interesting. Girl. Who's like, well, who is he married to? Now we got to know who he got married to. And I hope it ain't Rebecca. Ugh. Girl, no. So she went through the brother and the best friend now. We ain't going to do Rebecca like that now. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It's out well, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Okay. Hmm. Well, I enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed a fresh perspective or a fresh story. Again, I haven't watched everything under the sun, but I've never seen this type of story told about the car ride home from the hospital. So I really enjoyed it. And I was, you know, I, I thought it was accurate for the most part, at least how I felt. I don't know how everybody feels, but. I felt some of the ways that they felt. So thank you, This Is Us. Yes, and <sighs> thanks for breaking it down for us. For those who don't know about the car rides, like letting us know this is really things that can happen. This is this is accurate. So yes. <laughs> so until next time, which I don't know when next time is. I looked at the episode list and they don't have episode 10 up or anything. Did they show us a commercial uh -oh. for next week? Uh-oh, I'm trying to think if I remember seeing a commercial. I just remember the tender moments. Maybe I got, maybe I got too caught up in that last tender moment in transitions, girl. I don't remember a commercial. Oh. Oh, my. I know. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all, we are back with season two of Spoiler Alert with Tiff O and Ricky, and we cannot be more excited. All season, we'll be talking everything This Is Us, and we may have special episodes in store for you as well. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform and like us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Spoiler Alert Tiff O Ricky. And you know we love our listeners, so leave comments. They may be included in our show. Thanks for listening.